Welcome to the Entree Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Lance Cook. This is the show for business owners who want to grow themselves, their business, and their profits. On the show, you're going to hear from business leaders and industry experts as they share their stories, strategies, and tactics for success and business growth. I hope you're ready to get started because here we go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Entree Growth Podcast. I am excited to have you back. It's been a couple weeks. Uh, frankly, there's been quite a bit going on around the workplace and the home front, but I am back. I don't know that today's episode is going to be very long, but I do have some really neat stuff that I want to cover with you. Uh, I've been talking about using automation in your business, right? I've been talking about uh, increasing sales using automation, focusing on your hottest leads. I've been talking about how to gain and retain leads quickly and stay in touch with them using automation, you know, to grow that relationship and make the sale. Today, I want to talk about something that's a little bit different, uh, using e-commerce sales strategies for more profit. Basically what it means. Now, you can even use some of these if you're not doing e-commerce. And so I want to talk about that today. Really, automation software encourages the customer to buy and buy again, even if they forget to reorder something. Say that you, they've got a reorder uh, cycle that they go through. They de they deplete a product, so they reorder. They deplete it, they reorder. So that's one idea. Or an abandoned shopping cart. Or if a credit card expires. You can use some automation strategies that they use in e-commerce even for your own business. Now, if you're, even if your business is not an e-commerce business is what I'm trying to say. So there's only three points today. Uh, like I said, today may not be very long, but I want to make sure that you get this in your hands because this might spark a thought, oh, I can do this in my business. And I know it's going to help you increase the profit margin within your business. That's why I want to talk about it today. So the first one being to generate repeat business. For most business owners, a sale is not just a one-time event. Uh, it's like that with me. Now, I may have a, a website deal. Okay, the website is a one-time event. But where do you go next? The ongoing marketing. That's a repeat order. That's a repeat um, monthly re reoccurring type transaction. You know, it's not just a one-time event. Marketing is not a one-time event. Uh, say that in the industrial world, whenever I was uh, working in, in industrial sales, the customer may go through a bin of fittings and adapters or gaskets and O-rings. They deplete it in about a month's time. So now it's time to reorder. So you want customers to buy again and again, especially if you are uh, selling a recurring uh, service or product that needs to be replenished on a regular basis. After all, it, really, this is statistically the probability of selling to an existing customer is 60 to 70 percent. Once they're a buyer, they're more likely to buy again. And that's compared to like 5 to 20 percent or for a new prospect, meaning that a new prospect, you might get 5 to 10% of those sales. But once you make that first sale, they're more likely to buy again. Now, those kind of statistics are 
I didn't come up with them. It was done by Marketing Matrix or, or done. It was the authors of the book Marketing Matrix that came up with that. Now, you don't want to wait for customers to realize that they need to restock. You don't want to wait for it and then slowly, eventually come around to making the purchase. You got to be proactive in automating. Not you got to be proactive in automating. You want to be proactive by automating uh, prompts for future sales. For instance, uh, automation software starts the clock when a sale is made. Sending a follow-up email after a predetermined length of time. That's what I mean. So if you sold a 30-day supply of a product, your customer will automatically receive an email shortly before it's time to reorder. Hey, I know your supply is running low. Would you like to buy more? That easy. And then in the email, include a link to purchase the product uh, without having to go to your website and search for it. In these situations... Automation truly is a win-win. It's convenience for the customer and you, and sales for you too, for that matter. Now, you might also run into the abandoned shopping cart. They started to make a, 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 this is point number two. They started to make a purchase, but then they decided not to. So you can use the automation in this process as well. Uh, In your email promoting a new product, you conveniently include a link uh, to order um, to an order form to inspire on-the-spot purchases. A customer reads the email, they click to place the order, and then no sale. You know how it goes. That scenario plays out more often than not. Studies suggest that two-thirds of online shoppers abandon shopping carts. Maybe the customer decided not to buy, but maybe she wasn't ready or simply got distracted and forgot to complete the purchase. Either way, you don't give up. When automation software detects that a customer visited an order form without making a purchase, it can remind the customers to follow through. You can schedule one reminder email to be sent 30 minutes later with another reminder sent the following week. If you were ever just one click away from buying shoes before you had second thoughts, you know that big big retailers employ this strategy all the time. You've seen it. I've seen it. And for good reason. According to a tech research service, BI Intelligence, 63% of abandoned abandoned merchandise may be recoverable. Meaning that they abandon the cart. If you just remind them, you have a 63% chance of making that sale just by reminding them to go back and complete the order if they had abandoned the shopping cart. Number three, stay on top of failed billing charges. Now, when a customer changes or loses a credit card, uh, your business might not have this, have his list of records to update. Billing charges that don't clear, even for a short period of time, can have a detrimental impact on your bottom line. So, be proactive about collecting payments by establishing automated processes for subscriptions and other fees collected on a reoccurring basis. Set up the trigger for the software to notify you when the billing charge fails. Uh, The notification prompts you to call the customer, allowing you to collect payment as soon as possible. Uh, You can prevent some failed charges from happening in the first place by catching credit cards on the verge of expiration. 
You set up an automation process in which the uh, software scans contact records for credit cards due to expire within 30 days, triggering a reminder to call the customers about updating their cards. All automation. That's it. Three easy points. Generate repeat business, remind customers about abandoned shopping carts, and stay on top of failed billing charges. Now, this is really just one section of some content that I've been working through that comes from my free guide, 25 Things That Every Small Business Should Automate. We talk about leads. We talk about sales. We commerce. We talk about e-commerce. We talk about um, events. We talk about customer service. All these things and more in that guide, 25 Things That Every Small Business Should Automate. All you have to do is go to lancecook.us forward slash automate to get the entire guide. And then you don't have to wait. But make sure to subscribe to the podcast. I would appreciate it. Go grab that free do- that free guide. I started to say download, that free download. Uh, 25 things that every small business should automate. The link is going to be in the show notes. And next week, I am really excited because our next podcast, I'm going to have the incredible guest, Matt Robinson of the Professional Investors Guild. I had a really great, really great conversation with him the other day about real estate investing and how he's grown his membership business over the years, as well as becoming a real estate investor himself. Really great conversation. And then I'm also is equally as excited, maybe a little bit more giddy, uh, about the conversation that I'm going to share with you in a couple weeks after that. There is a company called Chart It All. Uh, if you're familiar with aviation, you might be familiar with this. They take sectional charts, the, the the aeronautical map charts, right? If you're not familiar with sectionals. And they can put it on cups. They put it on yoga pants. They put the print on um, face masks now, especially in this uh, COVID era that we live in right now. Um Cups, coffee mugs, pants, shirts, ties, socks, all kinds of uh, really neat stuff. They can put that aeronautical chart, that sectional chart, onto those things. Now, the founder of this business started it a few years ago, two or three years ago. And I'm not going to tell this whole story because he's going to do it for us. The young man is 17 years old. He started this business. It's seen in sporties. It's seen online. He's got a gazillion followers on social media. He started this business creating these products so that he could pay for his flight training. He wanted to be a pilot, but he didn't have the money. So he started a business to be able to earn money and pay for his pilot training. And now I believe he's 17 years old, if I'm not mistaken. And he's doing quite well. Anyways, look, uh, keep an eye out for that episode as well. Uh, that's coming up in a couple weeks. And uh, next week, like I said, is Matt Robinson. As for now, take care. God bless. We'll see you here. Same bat time, same bat channel.